Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Jay here, Full Time Devils. This is the Full Time Devils podcast. It's episode... 40-something, I forget. Um, I think it's 47, don't quote me, I'd be 48. I don't quote me. Um, joining me today is Angelina Kelly. Angelina, welcome. Hello. Is this one of your final appearances before you... It is one of my final appearances, yes. She's one of the last going, ones. Going to Germany. Mm. The Germans. But yeah. I'm sure you'll... Um, is that, I'm allowed to say that? Is that racist? I'm sorry if it is. Um, <laughs> but... I'm sure you'll be joining us via Skype. Yeah, and um, hopefully I'll be. Yeah, I will, Sorry, I won't let me rephrase that. You will be joining us. By yeah, Skype. I will be. I Thank have you. no option. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and also with us is Casey. How are we billing you? Is it Casey from Stretford Paddock? Uh, yeah, Casey from Stretford Paddock. Yeah, well, you get a message of Steve. You don't say yeah, that. Saying Steve. why did you go on full-time levels <laughs> and not talk about Stretford Paddock? Yeah. Message, message by subtly like something thrown at my head. Yeah. Like, <laughs> mention Stretford Paddock. No, I'm from Stretford Paddock. Yeah, so I. Might have seen me on there. You've probably seen me on here a couple of other times. As I was discussing with you before, and Jay, our last fantastic podcast project. I, I tell you what, right, if you want the, the lottery numbers or you want to earn some money off betting, come to me and him. We, we, we'll, yeah. we'll, tell, we, we'll tell you the numbers and then just do the exact opposite and, tell, you'll, and you'll have it. Tell the uh, listeners and viewers, Casey, what we what we declared last time me and you were on here together. Well, I mean, I got one out of three. I said we signed a striker on loan, which, which actually ended up happening. But we said... Fernandez wouldn't sign, and then I think the next day he did. Yeah. And we said that the United chanting was was it was only chanting. There was nothing going to happen from it. There wasn't going to they weren't going to try and set fire to Ed Woodward. And then some flares got thrown at his house. It was literally like the podcast got published, and then an hour later it was dated. It was all yeah. wrong. It was just wrong. <laughs> we were so sure as well when we said it. We were so like, yeah. no, this is we're definitely not going to. I was like, we're not going to sign a midfielder. What are people getting deluded for? We're not going to sign Bruno Fernandez. But we did, and and I also have to add that this is being recorded just before the Bruges game, so if you're wondering why we've not talked about Igalo's hat-trick or... Um... <laughs> Rashford's shock appearance Yeah, on the Rashford pitch. and Pogba's amazing um, recoveries. recoveries, then that's why. Um, on the subject of Pogba, because funnily enough, he's been in the news again lately. No. Now, Steve um, and um, McCullough... I've done a, a bit on this on McCollum House and Uncensored. 
So I'm not going to go too much into it, but I just will say a couple of things or ask a couple of questions. Ollie sort of, in his last press conference at the time recording again, said he almost didn't know when Pogba was going to be back, mm. which is slightly worrying because we've gone from he's going to be back in two weeks to he's, he's going to be back in February mm. to we don't know when he's going to be back. Casey, I'll start with you. Simple question. Do you think we'll see him in a Manchester United shirt again? No, I don't think so. I don't think we will. I think oh, I think if we do see him, it might be like the one appearance at the end of the season. Really? But yeah. Because I feel like it's just one of those ones where it's 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 obviously an injury which I've which mo- many people have before. I'm just gonna make sure the mic's there. So. Sorry, sorry, it's me. Yeah, <laughs> Jay's making sure I'm speaking to the mic. <laughs> um, but it's an injury we've seen before, so there's obviously a time period that they should know that. Yeah, it's a it's a surgery. I can't remember exactly what it was on. It was, it was, ankle. It was ankle. It was ankle. Ankle, ankle yeah. surgery. So there's probably like a time frame which I think there was before the end of the season. So we should see him back. So Solskjaer, I think, would say, yeah, you might get him a couple of games at the end of the season. Like he would definitely say something if we were going to see him again and I feel like at this point it's just a matter of if someone stumps up the cash he's out the door and there was rumour going around that you know mm. well not a rumour a story well a story in the Daily Mail is a rumour let's have it right get more sense out of me junkin uncle but um, there was a story that he might be available for a cut price deal in the summer do you think United would do that do you think that regardless of whether we see him play much more football for Manchester United do you think in the summer a is going to go and B, a cut price deal could be on the table? Um, I mean, obviously, you don't know what they're going to do. Um, but in in my opinion, I'd just take anything to get rid of him. I just think he's... Really? Yeah, I mean, it's it's like I, I get people's argument, you know, for him and stuff like that. And I don't think you can deny that when he's good, he's fantastic. Like, you can't deny that. We've all seen that. But I just feel like the vibe with him is just everything is just so toxic. Like, at the end of the day, let's be honest, you know, he's putting on Instagram all of his training that he's doing. He's not doing that to get fit for Manchester United. Because if he even cared an iota about this club, he wouldn't be saying the things that he says. He wouldn't be allowing his um, agent to be saying what he said. And we talked about it on the um, the phone-in after the Chelsea game. Me and Scotty were getting into... We were both, like, very heated and passionate about our dislike for Pogba, really, to be honest. But it's... You know, you, your agent is a representation of you, and that agent needs you more than you need them, to to an extent. Um, and if if you employed somebody to help you out and they were saying disrespectful things about your manager, your club you'd pull him to the side and say, what are you doing? Like, yeah. he's got to have been given some kind of, oh, say what you want kind of thing because you wouldn't jeopardise your business by pissing off your player. Do you know what I mean? And it's just, I just think the whole vibe around him, everything, it just feels toxic to me. I think he's getting himself ready for the Euros. I don't think he particularly cares if he'll play for us again. Maybe just, I don't know, maybe from a fitness perspective or something, he might show his face once or twice, but he will not want to risk not making those Euros, so... It's a shame. Part of me with, with Pogba thinks there is an element here of you almost reap what you sow as Manchester mm. United Football Club. And I'll explain what I mean by that. Um, we got Pogba from Le Havre when he was a teenager. And Le Havre kicked off about it because they'd had him as a youngster, a real mm. youngster. And we'd come in and yeah. gone, right, we'll take you to our academy. And they were annoyed because they felt they'd sort of done the, the hard bit with him, getting him as a, a very young lad mm. into a sort of teenager and an and older teenager who was progressing and obviously looked set to become a superstar. Even at an early age, I think 14, 15, mm. you could tell that he was going to be one of the world's best players. So we got him then. We had him. 
Now he kicked up a fuss and he left. Only kicked up a fuss. He didn't want. He didn't want to stay. He was offered a contract. He didn't sign it. He, he linked up with Riola quite early. Mm. Um, and Pog, um, Fergie says in his book, him and Riola just didn't see eye to eye. They, did, they weren't happy with the fact he was with Riola, but obviously he's, he's mm. entitled to work with whoever he wants yeah. to. Work with Riola. Didn't want to sign a contract with United. Didn't want to stay United. He then went to Juve. And when he was at Juve, he said a lot of sort of disparaging things about Fergie and the way he'd been treated and United in general. He was like, you know, he, he went back to the Blackburn game where he, he was sat on the bench and we had Raphael and Phil Jones in midfield. Mm. Um, he talks about how he, you know, Paul Scholes came out of retirement and he wasn't given a chance. Now, I watched a lot of Pogba at that time for the academy players, uh, academy team, and he was fantastic. Mm. And I saw him for the first team a few times as well, if you remember at Leeds and at Elm Road, and he was good. But I can understand why Fergie wasn't ready to throw in him every mm. week. I, I, I think it, with Pogba as a young player, he stood out in the young team because A, he was an excellent footballer, but B, physically he was a lot stronger and faster than mm. the other players as well. And he didn't quite have that physicality as an 18-year-old going into Premier League football. Mm. So I can understand why you'd want to wait a little bit mm-hmm. and sort of bring him in slowly. It made sense to me that, but he wasn't happy about it. And he went to Juve, which I get, fair enough, big club, big money. There's no, no harm in that. And I think that's the time when you can say, okay, everyone walks away sort yeah. of semi-happy. Semi but then he comes back to United. We paid big money for him, 89 million quid, basically because City weren't willing to pay that. There's this story of him he coming back home and all this rubbish, he didn't. He came because we paid enough money to get him. Yeah. It wasn't a case of he was desperate to come back to Manchester mm. United. No. And he came with Raiola, still his agent, an agent that we'd all had problems with, mm. or we'd had problems with. And then... I always felt when Pogba came back and we had Mourinho at the same time, we'd get three years out of the pair of them. And, but during that time, we'd win something, like yeah. we'd win a title or, I know it sounds deluded, but maybe even the Champions League. Mm. Um, and then they'd both move on. Now, Jose's obviously gone, Pogba wants to go. But everyone's sort of, you know, sort of shocked at this or surprised. I'm not. No, Because no. I think all the signs were there, you know, and he didn't want us to stay in the first time round. He came back mm. the second time round for a big, on a big money move basically because we were the only ones prepared to pay it. Mm. And then after a few years, he wants to move on. And I get it. I think, okay, I, I can live with that. But what's mm. happened is we've got in this sort of quandary where no one's willing to pay or no one's going to pay the money we wanted. Mm. So he's stuck here. And I think if he is stuck here, then he's got a sort of duty to act a certain way. And I agree with you on the, the rail of front. You know, I'd be very surprised. I know it's a completely different player. I don't think I'm comparing the two. But I'd be very surprised if Raiola came out and slagged off Solskjaer on behalf of Jesse Lingard. Exactly. I don't think yeah. Jesse Lingard would let him do that. Mm. Now, I get Jesse Lingard and Paul Pogba aren't on the same levels. Mm. But you understand where I'm coming from. I don't think that would happen. Yeah. So I think Pogba, who is an intelligent lad, he's not some idiot. No, not at all. Don't dismiss him if he's just some thick footballer who doesn't know what day it is. He's not. He's a clever lad. Yeah. I don't see him just going, what? He's done what? Rayola said that. Oh man! Oh, I, I had no clue that. that was going to happen. I don't. Yeah. I think he even knew about it beforehand, or he encouraged it. Mm. I think mm. either way, it's he's blessing. not turned around to him and said, "Listen, at the end of the day, I want to still show a little bit of respect to the club for the fans. You know, I don't really want to be slagging off my manager because he's still my manager. When we leave, say what we want to say, maybe. But whilst I'm still, whilst I've still technically got the shirt on, you know, let's just leave it." Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, me and Oriol has been doing his best impression of someone's like, you know, drunk relative at a party that just kind of gets a bit too much. And he's just like in yeah, a corner shouting at it? people. What was it, Scotty said, there like, the... um, some like recently divorced woman who's had a few where wives the one on that Facebook. Got, the, the fa- my favourite one is the one where he's just, Gary Neville was just like, maybe you should just stop talking like, and yeah. just calm down. And he was like, no, no, Gary Neville. It's like, you're not successful. If you were successful, Salford would be in the Premier League. And then everyone on the pre- Twitter was like, 
they literally cannot be in the Premier League. Like mathematically, <laughs> there are not enough promotions for them to be in the Premier League right now. They would only be in the Championship at most. It's like when he said, I'm, "I'm not talking about Oligan Solskjaer." You are <laughs> in it. Th- that sentence makes no sense. Yeah. You, as you're saying that, you're talking about him, um, and just you just need to stop it. And I think the whole Pogba thing, you know, we all, we all need to move on one way or another. Okay. We've got, in my opinion, Fernandez, who's. I think he's has been brought in as a replacement for Pogba. I hope we do get more more midfielders in. I don't think that's enough, but I'll be mm. you know, I'll be glad when all this is over. I'll be okay. sorry to see him go because I don't think he quite lived up to the expectations a lot no. of us had. Despite some success, I don't think it was quite the move that we all hoped it would be. Mm-hmm. But I think as a club, we need to move on. And as it's a player, just a toxic to situation, yeah. and everyone needs to just have a clean slate. I think. It's sad. You know what I saw as well. This is a bit off piece, but I saw pictures of Rayola. I was looking at. Pictures of real, that's what I do in my spare time. <laughs> do you know what I mean? To make memes. Yeah, to make yeah. memes. And um, and he was like posing for selfies with all the eBay fans. And I just thought, well, the world's, you know, football's gone mad on it. Yeah. It's just like, he's, he's, he's a star in his own right mm. when, when he's an agent who many of us would just wish would go away. Mm. Um, enough about Paul Pogba, though. Let's talk about something much more more cheery. Odie Nagalo. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I think have I showed you where's my phone let's have a look shall we look at day that. sign oh. day sign yeah. uh, now, as I said we don't know how he's done against Bruges I presume he's banged him in yeah. Yeah, but um, one thing about Orion Gallo is he wants to be he's like the opposite of Paul Pogba yeah. he like, the he, anti-Pogba you know, he does want to be here none of us wanted him now he is here mm. we've got him Are you happy about that Ange? yeah I've got I mean I think when we signed him, everyone was a little bit like, hang on, because I don't know, you kind of see China as maybe like a bit of a like big money retirement home. And the fact that he's so young and he's already in China, you kind of think, hang on a minute, what's going on Retirement here? home you, where the handrails you, are made of gold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you're just thinking, hang on, it's a bit worrying. But at the end of the day, I'll take anybody that wants to play for the club, wants to put the shirt on, he's passionate about it, cares wants to do well um and i think that's a really good recipe for you know a, a decent player is he you know he's not gonna necessarily well you don't know he could be banging in goals every week I, you don't know i guess he's a bit he's a bit of a wild card because we don't necessarily know everything that he can do um but i just think if you've got somebody that's enthusiastic that actually wants to put the shirt on let him crack on and see what he can do okay so i mean when when you like you said when we signed him from China, I was like, well, is he going to be on? Is he going to be sharp? Is he going to look like he's on form? But he's, you've seen all everything. The way, like the day he signed, there was all, like fifty Instagram things of like, oh, I've signed for United, sort of thing. But then he showed. Obviously, he went to the Taekwondo <laughs> Center. He mm. got his fitness up. He's he obviously has that willingness to play, and he seems to be a different option. Like for six months on loan, he looks like he's he's obviously got some strength on him, which mm. Martial doesn't seem to have. He can. In that yeah. small, I mean, yeah. I've only seen five minutes of the guy play for United, <laughs> but he seemed to be able to hold people off and keep the ball and sort of thing. And he nearly scored. If Willie Caballero, you know I have never screamed so Chelsea, much. If he'd have scored, that would have been absolute carnage. To be fair, he should have scored. I think he's rubbish. He needs to move on. Yeah. Um, I'm <laughs> joking before the comments comments start. Um, we, have, we have got one eye on the summer already. Um, I know it's a long way away, but... Jaden Sancho's had another stormer. We saw Al, uh, Al, said Alf, uh, <laughs> Erling Haaland banging a couple, well, one world in. Um, do you see us getting any big names in the summer? Because the talk we did a thing the other day, it was talk of Grealish, um, maybe Sancho or Madison. 
Mm. Um, Haaland even could still be on the table, I think. Can he go again in January? Uh, I, I think Sancho's the one that everyone's going to be wanting. I feel like a lot of clubs are going to come in for Sancho. Yeah. I feel like it's mm. it's... Everyone keeps saying, oh, it's between United and Chelsea. I don't think you've even like factored in the fact that Real Madrid probably will want him. Like Barcelona, obviously today, actually they won't want him anymore. They've just signed Martin Braithwaite from Leganes. I read that notification came up on my phone, oh. and I was like, no. The, the rest of the situation, the rest, I have, I am, I have very strong feelings about the entire situation, and it's really annoyed me. And I, Why? Just the entire situation with Martin Braithwaite is that. It sounds right. You know, you say Martin Braithwaite. It sounds like someone who does your gas cookers. In yeah. it, he doesn't sound you know like a I mean? bastard. So Martin Braithwaite's been on the phone. He says, <laughs> you got that, that spanner you bought off him. So they've got they've got two players injured. They've got Dembele and they've got Suarez injured. I think Suarez is injured until May. Dembele's over an six months. Replacement. I've never forgiven Dembele <laughs> so, for the scousers, by the way. So in under La Liga rules, you, Barcelona can appeal to them, and then they're allowed to sign a player outside of the transfer window. Right, but. The fact is, is that then they also have the rule in La Liga that the players have to have a release clause in the contract. So Barcelona can literally then go to any club and be like, yeah, we're going to buy your best player. Uh, so they went to Leganes. I mean, he's not really scored that many. He's got like six. But they've gone to Leganes, who are struggling in relegation. Like, yeah, we, we're going to just buy a player. We're going to pay 60 million. And now you cannot get a replacement. So now that instead of... And I don't get... Are you inferring, Casey, that there's maybe some form of... I just don't corruption. I just don't. I just don't see the point. Like every other team in the favoritism. Like when we get when we got injuries, we had to promote youth. When other teams get injuries, they have to promote youth. Why does it have to be that Barcelona can be like, yeah, I'm going to go with the best player from Barcelona's youth? Like is meant to like the best. It's like one of the supposedly one of the greatest in Europe. It's a bit like that shower from down the road though isn't it it's like mm. City have got this amazing youth academy and they spent 200 million pounds on the facilities and they've got all these amazing youth players and, mm. and yet you know he brings Where on Phil they? Foden in the 89th minute when they're 5-0 up just to tick a box mm. so yeah I think yeah. there's an element of that with, with Barcelona it, it is and you see yeah. it and it's deflating and you think mm. yeah give him give him a minute and they'd be buying now what's it Jonathan Codger and getting him back on didn't board didn't we get Andy Gorham though once I saw tweet something didn't we get Andy Gorham out of the transfer window or was that Am I imagining that? Mm. It's not quite the same. It's just, but, it's, mm. it's just, I just don't get the situation. It's obviously, it's it's angled towards a bigger team being able to just raid a lower league club. The lower league club now has, doesn't have their best striker and they're struggling and fighting relegation. And then there's all the youth players who just don't get promoted. Listen, enough about corruption and bending the rules uh, and, and all that sort of stuff. Let's talk about Manchester City and FFP. <laughs> And do you think that right. anything will come of this? I've just bath? read something as I came well, in. Go on then. Okay, um, so I think it's the the president of PSG who is on the UEFA committee yeah. has been charged by a Swiss or is been under investigation for uh, by a Swiss court for bribery. So I think City are getting off with it. <laughs> the PR, the City PR machine rivals the Neil Ashton one mm. in terms of trying to paint this multi-billion-pound plaything from a horrendous regime that's just being used for sports washing as some sort of that's broken all these rules that they signed up to voluntarily to go along with mm. they've willingly broken them then cut the books then lied about it and now being painted as some sort of victims by horrible UEFA who picked on it evil UEFA yeah. I mean I don't UEFA last time when I mean I don't like UEFA I'm, no, uh, I'm not a big UEFA fan but I think mm. if you don't like them rules don't sign up to them but the yeah. fact was is the first time they had this they had it against PSG a couple of years ago PSG sent eight lawyers UEFA didn't even send a representative 
to this court of arbitration for sport. Workplacement went with him. Like, we need <laughs> yeah. you to go there and sort this out. So like, yeah. could you imagine City? What? City have the backing. Stop of, making them bruise. Go yeah. on, you got <laughs> City have the backing of the United Arab Emirates. They have the backing of China. They have the backing of uh, Amer- some like companies in America. They're going to send like thirty, and there's just going to be one UEFA lawyer there. Like, I want to say something. <laughs> it's like, now after him, if number fifteen's got something to say. We'll wait a minute, then we got number 16, and then you were in about half an hour, maybe two. It's going to be like proper, like, I'm going to want to say something, but I've left my finger at home. Um, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's well, fine. Yeah, everything he said, he's, he's lying. We're, yeah. we're, seven, we're seven days in, and City still haven't finished their opening yeah. statements. Mm. <laughs> like, it is. And do you see any chance of City? Because everyone I speak to just thinks City is just going to get away with this, if that's the right term. Mm, all I say is, I don't know, money talks, doesn't it? I guess. Um, it's. I mean, every part of you is hoping and praying. And it's not even just for the whole, like, oh, could United get in the Champions League, blah, blah, blah. It's not even that. It's just for the dislike of them to just see them not be in the competition for two years. Because that is, like, the last kind of thing that Guardiola has to tick off his list at City. Um, It's it's weird for Guardiola Guardiola at City because I just don't think he's getting the love that he wants. No, from not the footballing world, mm. and I don't think he will. And I'm not just saying you're a bit of red and all that, but you saw it after the, the, the FA Cup final last season. Mm. They beat Watford six 0 in the final. They win the domestic treble, um, and you think you know he sat there expecting to be sort of lorded over and, and Knighthood, congratulated, yeah. and, and instead he gets questions about financial irregularities, mm. and you can see he was annoyed. And then this season, you know, the Scousers, and I'm not happy about this in any stretch of the imagination, but they've looking like they're going to go one better than the mm. City Centurions, forgive me for using that word. So that sort of put a damper on his achievement in a way because it's like Klopp's done mm. it a bit better. And I just don't feel he's getting that love. And this again with FFP and the way that the City being perceived, I don't think he's going to be... It's not how it was in Barcelona in forum, is it? Yeah. And I, I, I don't think he's ever really recaptured what he had in Barcelona, to be honest. Like, he's gone to Bayern but, Munich. And you know, and, and this is the thing where I've had so many discussions with, you know, when you look at Guardiola, minus Barcelona, obviously, like, he's done great things at City, but he's still not managed before, you know, they'd already won the Premier League before we got there. They've still not managed to get that success in Europe with him. Um, and you look at how well he did at Barcelona. Of course, he was going to do well at Barcelona. He pretty much grew up there, played for them, knew how the system worked. Obviously, there's other controversial things I won't bring up about what he was doing in Barcelona. And there's one, and one, then, well, lean, one lean on Messi. The fact that his <laughs> was done for whatever he was done for, and then he still continued to use him. I ain't saying nothing, but right, yeah. Okay, yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. allegedly. Yeah. Um, you know, and then he went to Bayern Munich. It didn't really take off there. Um, he's come to City, and yeah, you have to say he has had success, but he's still not ticked that box for them. And that's where he kind of, I think he gets like lauded as, uh, maybe more from like Barcelona fans and like Spanish people, like lauded as this amazing um, manager and I don't think he's necessarily ticked well, well, Let's yet. ask you a question then, right? Is, I'm, I know I'm going to get pel- pelts with this, <laughs> but I'll ask you anyway. Is Luis Enrique one of the greatest managers ever? For the, uh, is it the, the trouble winning with, uh, well, I mean, mm. he had he had an even better front line than, I mean, that was I'm it. just asking that question. Yeah. Because, okay, right, you look at it, I'm, I remember when Rijkaard was at Barcelona, they won the Champions League in 2006, we knocked him out in the semis in 2008, but you could see, you know, with Xavi, with Messi especially, mm. there was 
a core of world-class players to mm, build around. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not belittling what Guardiola did at Barcelona, he did a very good job, but Mourinho came in into Real Madrid with all the chaos that goes oh, with that Madrid. was some Jose of the Mourinho. best years yeah. watching those classicos I mean, in those Mourinho. still managed to win the title. Mourinho still managed to win the Liga yeah. and then Guardiola more or less about having enough yeah. and going. Yeah. Went to Bayern Munich, didn't Deal get to a final, no. get to a Champions League final. I'm not being funny, but walking the, the Bundesliga with Bayern Munich when it's not a great... financially as well. I think you could probably do that. You know? I could at least get him into the top five. 100%. Yeah. Um, <laughs> isn't like a massive achievement. He comes to City... He has a season. The first season, I think they finished third, where he was sort of finding his feet. He's backed massively in the fight in the transfer market. Mm. You know, brings in Bravo, don't work out, gets rid of him. Brings in uh, Nalito, don't work out, but you know, brings in the likes of Car Walker, the likes mm. of uh, Mendy, kicks out Joe Hart, Joe Hart. Yeah. <laughs> also, City laid foundations for him, bringing in the likes of Sterling and De Bruyne, mm-hmm. knowing that he was coming. Yeah. Um. Obviously, cheese. What he did with this, the whole hundred points thing, and, and then when domestic trouble is massive. But in many ways, you can argue. Because he's had it so easy at so many clubs. I think he that's what it is. He has underachieved slightly. I mean, let's not forget, I've heard this criticism about Fergie. That Fergie should have won more than two Champions Leagues. Mm. And, and Fergie, you know, had, there's lots of mitigating factors why he didn't. But you look at, at Guardiola, the teams he's had, the way he's been back. I think more... He's only been to two finals, I, I think. It, I think it's more last season, the fact that they didn't manage to get to that final last season. Wow. I think that, for me is when I kind of started looking, thinking, hang on a minute, like this is supposed to be, he's supposed to be the best thing since sliced bread. And he couldn't get that City team that he had into that final. Um, I can't exactly remember the route that they had. Um, but I, I, well, it was Spurs who not so yeah, the season before at the, the end Scouts of the day. has won it. So and that's perhaps the two thing. English teams that by rights you're a lot better than yeah. um, that have knocked him out of the Champions yeah. League. Um, anyway... Enough mm. of City and Liverpool, even though Liverpool did get beat the other day, which was a nice change. Yeah. Good to see that they took it really well by slagging off. Oh, yeah, they, said the, they said the ref. They said, as, one of the ones, like, as you can see, before Atletico scored, we should have had a throw-in. I was like, you, that, that's just one of those. Only things. they could win like every game bar two and still moan Complain or about whatever it, it yeah. is. Um, I've got a bit of a announcement. It's nothing grand. Nothing. Oh, right, well, okay. it is grand, actually. I shouldn't say that. Um, B52. Yes, B52. Um have been in touch again. And I don't know if you know about B52, they do craft beer sets as well. So what you do is you sign up, they send you a box of beers. Um and it's all beers from around the world, so from like Scandinavia, California, South Africa. Um and if you use the code ww sorry, the, the link that's in the description, ww.beer52.com forward slash devils and cover just four pound ninety five in packaging, then you'll get um, a case of beer um, and you get two free extra beers so that's 10 free beers in total as well um, so you get a free case of beer for just pay £4.95 packaging postal packaging you can sign up to it and you get different beers sent to you each month but you can drop out whenever you want as well um, obviously terms and conditions apply you have to be over 18 I gave some of these beers I don't drink I gave them to my dad and he was raving about them so mm. everyone's into craft beers now aren't they yeah. and, and international beers no doubt you'll be doing that when you're over in uh, Berlin yep. so do check him out. As I said, links in the description, www.beer52.com forward slash devils to get your case of free beers um, from full-time devils and beer52. Um, looking ahead to the weekend, yep. Watford. <laughs> bit of a funny one, this, isn't it? Because Watford at home, normally you go, yeah, I'm what? But the beat us away. We have struggled against 
the so-called lesser teams, Burnley, mm. Palace. And we've just won. So. West Ham, yeah. We've just yeah. beaten Chelsea so in the league, which is sort of our MO this, this season. And I'll start with you. Do you think Watford could be a bit of a banana skin or do you think we'll be all right? Um, I've, you know what? It'd be so lovely to be going into this confident after that Chelsea win and thinking, you know what? And what? We'll be absolutely and fine. What? And years what? since we said that. Yeah. Um, but no, I, th- I think if we've learned anything this season is that you, you can't underestimate teams, um, especially the way that we have been playing. You can't just, sadly, we can't go into games thinking that anymore. You have to take them seriously. Um, and I think they will be wanting to get, you know, another win over us, of course. Um and it depends which Manchester United shows up, I think. The Chelsea, Manchester United, or the oh, the, uh, other the other one, yeah. If we could play Chelsea every week, we'd be, we'd be top of the league. Yeah. I never thought I'd say that. I, I, went to, I used to hate going to Stamford. I went well, there that once. was the thing. It we got used beat to twice be. in one season. We yeah. got knocked out of both cups. It mm. used to be like, the like when you'd hear Stamford Bridge, you think, oh, fuck like, It's going to be a no, bad game. Like, yeah. Now you just see Frank Lampard imploding every. <laughs> it's been a good season. One of my best mates is the Chelsea fans. So it's been great watching him just implode mm. every single. How old is he? The same age as me. So 20, Twenty-one. Sound that wrong, isn't it? <laughs> <Hey>. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It's like being a United fan now, starting to support him now. Yeah. I feel sorry for you, Casey, because you've not had the. You're old enough to remember, aren't you? The, yeah. The I mean, Van Persie era. Van Persie era. Like I, I, I had a the stint of like the mid mid two thousands after the Mourinho first sort of. Like coming in and obviously knocking us off the peg. Don't for a worry, bit. the good times will return mm. once Gallo hits his. Oh strike. yeah, obviously against yes. the old club. Uh, yes, exactly. Um, the f- it's, I get where you're coming from, Ange, and it is a funny one with Watford because they're sort of on paper this season the exact sort of team we've struggled against. Mm. The the sort of so-called pressure, the short shop, the physical, um, and the, the you know the, the sort of they work well as a unit. Mm. And we've, we've struggled with that. We've struggled to break teams down. And we sort of have that sort of 20 minutes of attacking when we have to face teams like Watford, even in the, the, the way like. And then if we don't score, mm. the crowd, especially at home, can get restless and you can just almost sense what's coming. Mm. And it would be really disappointing after such a big win at Chelsea to, to not get a win against the Watford team that after their initial bump when Pearson took over, they have struggled, haven't they? They've not been... They've not done what I think many people thought they would do when he yeah. came in and he thought, oh, he's going to do a Leicester way. He just starts mm. winning every game like he did at the end of, of his time at Leicester, winning every game and, and sort of getting the best out of everyone. They have sort of tapered off a little bit now and I think I think that there's no excuses really. We should mm. be able to beat a team like Watford. And one of the big issues obviously this season has been injuries and that could be a factor against mm. Watford as well. What have you made of it this season, Casey, in terms of injuries? Because Oli gets a lot of stick but part of me thinks it's deserved some of it's deserved anyway not all of it but part of me thinks if you look at the injuries we've had not necessarily the amount of injuries but the players that have been injured and their importance do you think Oli deserves a little bit more not credit but a little bit more leeway because he's had to deal with no Paul Pogba for much of the season no Marcus Rashford who looks like could be out for the entire season for for what's going to be you know a big part of of the sort of squeaky bum time as Fergie used to call it Martial was missing for a few months McTominay as well. Do you think he does deserve a bit more sort of sympathy? I feel like I feel like the lot of the stick that he gets given is obviously his tactical changes and his tactics are a bit off in terms of substitutions. But in the terms of the injuries, I'd I'd say like 
when you look at the team, you probably would say a team like United should have a lot of reserves. But then, uh, if someone gets injured, there should be someone who's easily going to step into that place and do the job. We don't have that. We don't have the luxury of that anymore, really. So yeah, I feel like the injuries have been important. I think one of the bigger injuries that has been sort of overlooked in the senses is is Eric Bailly in the sense of I mean this might seem uh, let me just put this out before everyone says I'm not reacting to the fact that he played exceptionally against Chelsea I thought it was fantastic against Chelsea but I've always thought that the player that should play it was a very Eric right he was he was good right but, and I love Eric Bailly and he did some amazing things it, but there was a touch of Eric Bailly's about him, especially in the first 10 minutes where you're like what are you doing yeah, oh, but, yeah, yeah, he, has yeah. A, he has a dash in the madness yeah, but it's great but I do love Eric Bailly and uh, you know I think he's sometimes a you just need that but I always thought that a, a centre-back like Lindelof or Maguire is best partnered by someone like Eric Bailly. Because the fact someone is... Someone with a slightly... Because like, obviously you've got your composed <laughs> yeah. and here's the guy... Like, yeah. Obviously you've Maguire, got Maguire. crazy. Yeah. Because that's, that's how... lunatic. That's how... That's Pirouetting how, in his own box <laughs> and diving in two-footed but, in, his own, in the opposition's half. There's no there's no logic to it. Yeah. Like, if you know, if you had him in Rowe as your centre-back partner... Yeah. Oh my God, could you imagine? That, you'd be relegated, I think. Either that great, or the striking line would end. You'd be betting They'd be suspended every week. They'd have no striking line. The other team would go. Like They'd all be broken. But the fact is, that's how Liverpool operate. Like, Liverpool have Van Dijk, who's very composed and sits back and everything. And then they have someone like Joel Matip, who yeah. just like run in and try and tackle. And when they try and get past him, because they're like, oh my God, do, this yeah. guy is coming at me at 100 miles per hour. Mm. Van Dijk love, just clears it up. I do love Eric Bailly. Um One of my favourite games from Eric Bailly was when we beat Liverpool a few uh, a couple of years ago when Marcus got a brace. Mm. And Eric Bailly, he scored a, a, an own goal, but for me, he was man of the match. And that just summed him up. He scored yeah. an own goal, yeah, I thought he was man of the match. Yeah. Genuine, and he'd not played for months and he came back in. Mm. And everyone was like, why Jose throwing him in? Oh no, this is going to be a disaster. And he was mint. And it was just like, this is what we've been missing because yeah. he is so good. He compliments the other centre-backs. Like, that's what I mean. And then you look at the other injuries. We haven't had a settled midfield for most of the season. Like, obviously, we lost Paul Pogba. We finally have hopefully found a replacement yeah. for that sort of passing ability in Fernandez. McTominay got injured. Mm. Fred obviously started a bit slowly. Matic got injured or Matic kind of dropped off, but he's come back yeah. in and he's looking a lot better. There's never been a, like a, a midfield free where I've been like, that's settled. They know how to play it together. They've got a good run. And then obviously, then we've got them that we don't even get into the forward line of we've we've had Rashford injured, we yeah. saw our best striker. Oh no! We saw our most prolific striker, Alexis Sanchez. We saw our best striker. We saw our most prolific striker in terms of stats and everything. Do you know what I can't really remember as well is when Lukaku scores and the timeline is just to watch with. Why did we sell Lukaku? Because he works in the system. He doesn't work in our system. It wasn't the fact we sold him; just didn't replace him. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Why did we replace him? Because let's not forget the same people that are tweeting out were doing memes of him to Benny Hill music when he was at United. Yeah, so it's not like they were the ones that said he was wearing jeans and Timberlands like when he was trying to control the ball. Like the fact he does well at Inter is the fact he doesn't have to touch a ball more than once. Exactly. And if you look at his record, 42 goals in 96 games, he's very good. Mm. But his record after 10 games was 10 goals. He very much in fits and starts. Do you know what I mean? Like he'd he'd go 10 games scoring and then 10 games without scoring Mm. or nine games without scoring. And some of those games where he wouldn't score would be the games you needed. The vital one, and yeah, also, yeah, like no. the, some of the games he scored, like I honestly didn't understand the defending because when he, whenever he touched the ball, people just stood off and waited for him. Well, he was run. a big part of four four nil FC, wasn't he? Yeah. So, and and, and, like, and you remember the derby as well, at Old Trafford, where he set up was two it, was, was it that game yeah. against? Do you remember? It, it was the game against. I mean, you're right, you're not you've scoring. lost some of these things. You out, do, don't but like, you? like, and I, you know, fair enough, you're not scoring. That's one thing, but to. Actually, assist the opposition. Swats. I think, I think in the it, it was the game against PSG Came where out. he scored. I think it was PSG. Yeah, 
And I remember he got the ball to feet and I just saw both the PSG centre-backs just step off him and like, we're going to hold a line. I was like, don't let him get the ball under control. Like, if, if you're a defender for the other team, don't give him more space. You know like, like, just step you, in and he'll you know, lose you play it. like five-a-side off, 11-a-side, and you, you're like, on his touch, get on him. <laughs> like, you know, you can't control it, get on him. And you think, you fuck said that? <laughs> I hear it often. Um, <laughs> but that's like with Lukaku, isn't it? You know, if yeah. the ball's on to, get on him straight away because it's going to take him at least three touches mm. to get that under control. Um, but, you know, it's like, are you going to say now we should have kept Ashley Young? Because he scored the other week. Because if you watch that goal, 100%. he runs at it. I'm, I mean, I'm, you know, man, my thoughts on Ashley Young, great leader, captain legend. Um, he runs 75 yards with no, no one t- challenging him. He literally has the full reign of the pitch and it's like, oh my God, why isn't anyone going to? He's I think people you know. need to seriously watch a lot of Italian football to understand why these players yeah. are, and, and are do, doing well. And if you don't, then don't fucking go on about it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I don't watch a lot He's of just basically, football, the thing was, is in his up. team was built to focus around Riccardi who has very much just got the ball in the box and shot. And they've now just basically taken Riccardi out and put in Lukaku, mm. who's very good at getting the ball in the box and shooting. Exactly. But the fact is, is that the rest of it, they don't need to hold up play because they play like a lot more in between the midfield and the centre-backs and that sort of lines. So it's, it's just a system that works for him. And that's why he's scoring goals. The fact is, is we needed to get someone who can hold it up and then also score the goals, but mm. we just didn't. Um, on sadder topics, um, at the time of recording this, Harry Gregg died this week. Um, I know Houghton McCall has spoken about this, but you know it's not just like we'll only speak about it once. Legend on and off the pitch, mm. big part of of the sort of not just what happened at Munich. He obviously rescued people, but yeah. rebuilding as well, getting the the red flag flying again because he was you know he's back in goal thirteen days later, mm. keeping mm-hmm. a clean sheet as well. Which, you know, I watched the Busby documentary recently. We all went to see it, me guys, and um, stay, um, and it was just amazing that this happened. And that Jimmy Murphy says to him, you know, to him and Bill Fox, who just watched half the teammates die, mm. and in, in Harry Harry Gray's case, actually dragged some of them from the wreckage. Said you're playing in the next game, and didn't almost didn't give him a choice. Mm. Uh, but that was, uh, I think, that was sort of the mentality as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, big legend, big part mm. of what Manchester United are about as well. And I think it's right. I don't exactly. get this. People say oh, you live in person. You're, you, know, you, you should appreciate, you should appreciate what you've, yeah. legends and, and the Why good times that you've had. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Just because something happened, like, oh, God, it happened, like, you know, five years ago. Forget about it now. It didn't happen. Like, you can't celebrate it still. Yeah, it'd be absolutely wrong to not to not remember mm. them and acknowledge them and respect what they yeah. did. And, I, you know, if, if one person's listening to this podcast or is watching this and didn't know who Harry Gregg was and they go out and Google him or have a search and realise oh, what he'd done, then I'm all for mm. that because, you know, there's some people that, sort of transcend mm. just about the playing ability it's what they've done off the pitch as well and he's one of those people yeah. you know who, who had um, so much did so much sorry mm. for, for Manchester United both th- on and off the pitch I think it was um, Chucky that had tweeted and he actually told me about it as well that he'd been to his house not oh, that yeah, long Brian ago oh yeah Brian yeah he went to his house yeah he went to his house not that long ago and I remember him telling me about it and he was like he had because I think he had like quite a bit of memorabilia at home as well or something. And he was saying like he was such a nice guy. He said not just like because he was such a great footballer. He said but like the stories that he had to tell and like the way he told them. He said it was one of the most like entertaining afternoons. He said and, and I remember him saying he's like I'll always remember that. Like it was amazing. Mm. It's a, it's a bit sad as well. Obviously it's very sad what happened mm. at Munich. But I think he missed out on a title. He didn't. Get, he came this, the, that season of Munich, so he didn't win anything that season. Obviously mm. lost in the FA Cup final. Mm. One of the worst. I've ever seen in my life I won't get into that um, 
And I think he missed out on the 63 final because he was injured. Yeah. Mm. And then by the time we won the title in 64, Alex Stepney, if memory, if I'm right in memory, if I'm right, um, had come in as keeper. So I don't think I don't know if he actually got any winners' medals at Match United. Mm. If I'm wrong, forgive me. I think me. he got goal. I mean, like not United, but I think he. I, I heard the other day he got goalkeeper of the tournament at the World Cup, which I thought for a Northern Irish keeper was. Imagine that. Quality. Imagine Northern Ireland going, you know, going to the World Cup now and you know, keeping and goalkeeper yeah. of the tournament. Who would that be? That's Alex McCarthy. I don't know. <laughs> from like five yards away now you're all right what a like leather ball yeah. <laughs> diving in front of that no thanks i've had um, a sandico at me i don't i feel like that would be a lot like five times as worse as a sandico i actually broke my arm trying to save one of five aside so that shows you how hardcore i am in goal um um wally of the week guys Casey, I'll start with you. Who's your Wally of the Week? Oh, that's a hard one. I've, I mean, I've already had given my piece on the league of regulations as being my Wally of the Week. I go Raiola. I mean, like he just mm. seems to be. I mean, it, not really a Wally because I don't think he particularly cares what people think of him. He's going to get his clients. He's going to get his moves because he's not the commodity in that do matter. Know, do you know what annoys me as well about his tweets as well? He's actually gobbledygook. Mm. If you read it, that's what at, I mean. It's it doesn't like mean a, anything. Yeah. No. It's like when he had a go at Scholzer. And if he's like, oh, imagine Paul Scholes trying to find Paul Pogba uh, a club, he would have many sleepless nights. What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. If you actually decide, like, deconstruct <laughs> yeah. it, it's meaningless. I mean, it could have been like gobbledygook. Many sleepless nights. It's like, what's that mean? <laughs> that means fuck all. Mm. What are you on about? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then it's like with this thing with Ollie, what are you talking about? He says that a lot. Anything. He says it's that many sleepless I'm going to assume it's just like, isn't it maybe an Italian idiom and he's just trying to translate it? I get it, he's not, you know, just throwing it straight in. I you think you'd just... at least get someone to check it yeah, for you like, and maybe say, you know what, mate, this actually doesn't make sense. So what if I was going to tweet something in Italian or whatever, you... I wouldn't just do it well, from yeah. Google Translate. I'd like to say, hang on a minute, does that, does that make yeah. sense to you? But yeah, he just spouts nonsense. Mm. Um, and who's mm. your Wally of the Week? There's so many. <laughs> so many. Oh, yeah. um, this is going to be a long special. Yeah. Shout out to um, the housing situation in berlin that is my wally of the week because you know i'm what? supposed to be moving there next week and i have nowhere to live so i'll give you some i'll tell you something i definitely didn't expect the housing association of berlin <laughs> yeah to be wally of the anyone week yeah week. basically yeah. um it's just slightly below the football association in berlin yeah, yeah. the housing association <laughs> the um, yeah that was I, I, I would have that thought, was extremely irritating to me I would have uh, thought recently that, again I'm, i might be crossing the line here but i would have thought that the germans were quite efficient in dealing with things like housing, they would have been like, right, no. here you go. They're renowned for their efficiency in their organisation. No. Is that not the case? No. Oh, okay. Well. That is all I have to say. You know what? There's a few that I could get into, but I'll just, I'll leave it at that. I, I, I could go, I I think, could go I into the bridge. I think Old Trafford next week or the weekend, you should start a chant. You can stick your German housing association yeah. up your ass and I think mm. that'll get a lot of uh, traction. I was going to go into or more build a bonfire. Of... No, let's no. not <laughs> <laughs> um, I could have gone into Brits territory because that was... Go on. But I won't. Come on, the Brits, go on. No, the... Um, I can't remember her name. The MP that came out and had a go at Dave for his performance. Well, I know... Because he called Boris Johnson racist and he was like, no, no, he's not, he's not. It's like, oh, that's no. so oh, wrong of him. Like, yeah. I know Mac has been having a dig at her because she's not flavour of the month for many people. And I, yeah, I, so... I can't do with that. No, like, I don't want to hate on Berlin too much so she can she can be it instead. <laughs> She's been doing... People have accused her of bullying, haven't they, as well? We try not to get political no. on this show, but all I will say is just don't vote, sorry. Um, <laughs> my Wally of the Week... I don't know. I just It's so obvious, isn't it, to say 
real or that she just you know I'm just struggling no, that's why see. I nicked it first I was I like, yeah, I'll get I'm in just, there I'm just, I mean, I could have gone for something else. The next answer was Housing Association of Berlin. Yeah. So. No, no, actually, I will go differently. I'll go with um, Adrian Durham because I don't like giving him our time, but it doesn't really matter because he's got his own show, so you can get it anyway. Um, after Rayola and um, Simon Jordan had a little bit of a mm. set two really, on I, talks, I, I forgot he had that one, actually. That's yeah, another one. Which I thought Simon Jordan, for all his faults, was actually quite good in the way he did it. And, you know, he's obviously got a bit of skin in the game, the fact he doesn't like agents because he's had to deal with them as a football owner, as a, as a former um, club owner. But I thought he made some really good points. Um, and then Adrian Durham's come out and said, well, maybe Paul Pogba and Real are bigger than Manchester United. And he's also stuck up for City as well, so I just think he's a bit of a wally. He does, he's, he does what he does to get a reaction. Mm. He's got one out of me, so well done, but he's still my wally of the week. Mm. Yeah. Um, and before you go to Berlin, when can people find you? Well, they can find you when um, you're in Berlin. That's yeah, yeah, like, I won't be like, like disabling all social media. I'm not disabled. Wi Fi in Berlin. Yeah, um, well, not in some of the flats I've tried to look for, but you know. Um, no, just anywhere, just Angelina Kelly. Just search I'll say Salford, Berlin. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Uh, Casey. Uh, go I, on. I, talk, I, talk to us. Oh, yeah. Steve, your script to read. Steve's not your script. You obviously can find me on Stratford Paddock. I'm on there a lot. We have a lot of content, we have a lot of random stuff we have a lot of news all that sort of I'd thing I'd like to apologise as well to Stratford Paddock for walking into their live stream yesterday there was a sign outside the door that said do not enter which I didn't read I thought because it was like one of those we got one of that it's like that but not with but with do not enter on it it's like it's pretty it's pretty easy to like notice my little brain was too small to walk and read at the same time it's not happening just walked straight in so I walked in and then went oh sorry I didn't realise you called not live is it and they went yeah yeah. <laughs> like, right. and then I looked on my phone and I had a message from Steve saying don't careful when you get in because yeah. the recording so don't come in yeah. so apologies to for well, yeah, uh, Twitter at Casey underscore Evans underscore it's a lot I just want my name and my Twitter handle so there and then yeah pretty much the same if you we'll yeah. have you back on here as well mate don't yeah. worry about that so I'll probably be around <laughs> um, guys don't forget as well to check out Beer 52 the Link is in the description. As I said, you can get yourself some free beers. Make sure you're over 18. Terms and conditions do apply. Um, but use the, the sort of link www.beer52.com forward slash devils and get yourself some extra free craft beers. That's been Angelina. That's been Casey. I've been Jay. This has been the Full Time Devils podcast. Don't forget to give us a like, share, and a subscribe. We're on Audio Boom, we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, and of course on YouTube. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.